A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Progress Wrestling's Deadly Viper Tour has already made headlines. On Saturday night, a new Progress World Champion was crowned in the returning Big Demo. And last night in Newcastle, he walked to the ring as Progress Champion for the first time in his career. After the show in Newcastle last night, Cultaholics Fraser Porter caught up with the new Progress World Champion, Big Demo. You returned to progress last night in Sheffield. You won the title. How does it feel? <laughs> this is this is an eight-year journey, right? So there was a uh, by 2013, 2014, as I was kind of coming through, I gave myself like a little checklist. I wanted to to get regularly with ICW with Progress and Rev Pro. That was my my top three that I was desperate to get working for. Um, and it was difficult because you know I, I'm a big fat Irish guy um, up in up in Glasgow and obviously it was uh, ICW was a natural fit because that's where I was living at the time and um, they really helped me coin aspects of my character there was a Billy Kirkwood was a commentator there who called me the Beast of Belfast and on one of my my many debuts <laughs> I did a few um, and that really was the light bulb that I needed to, to figure out how I wanted to present myself going forward so then the natural transition then was you know trying to get out there and get you know get into the next the next big company and that was progress and rev pro and you know funny it was rev pro that came first and then when I I finally got the got the chance I think it was super strong style 16 or maybe it was no, no, that's what the name of it. Sorry, mm-hmm. Super Strong Style in 2015, I think it was, yeah. or maybe 2014, and it finally happened then. And you know, it was very difficult for me because you know I was splitting my time between Progress and ICW, so I was struggling to to match up dates because everybody seems to run in the same days. Yep. Um, but Progress was always something I wanted to do, and I wanted to be a success because I walked into that locker room for Super Strong Style. It was literally every talented wrestler in Britain was there in the same locker room. It was crazy. Like from Dave Mastiff to Zach Gibson, and there was Tommy End and Walter from from you know, mainland Europe. You know, it was like all these guys who I, I genuinely loved and respected. And I was like, I was kind of blown away. I was like, this is what we need to step mm-hmm. up. You know, Zach Saber as well, Ospreys, all, all these all these talented guys were all wrestling in this one company. And it was like, oh my goodness, this is the place. This is where I need to be for me to get better. Um, but the way it worked out, I just couldn't seem to get off the mark of progress. So. When they got back in touch with me last year, um, James here at Progress got in touch with me literally mm. oh, maybe a week after I got released in Dublin, and it was really awesome to hear from him. We ended up like talking on the phone for about three hours. He's a very affable guy, James, and you know it was interesting. He was telling me about the what Progress were trying to aim for and what, what their goals were for, for mm. the next year. And you know, you, 
you're, you're never sure when people give you these pitches, you know, you know, how truthful it is and things like that. You mean, you know, I've been in wrestling for, for oh, I embarrassed myself here, 18 years. Um, and when you're in wrestling, like, you, you've heard it all before. So, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, you know I'll, I'll see, take it as it comes, see what happens. But coming back in and it's this incredibly professional setup, like a full, a full staff, they care about the mental health, they care about the physical health of, of the, 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 the wrestlers. And everybody gets on, they're all pushing each other forward. Instead of, you know, getting each other's way, they're all kind of lifting each other up. It's that, there's a buzz to be here right now. So to come back here and then have that opportunity to, you know, first of all, right a few wrongs, you know, I, I, I want a match, <laughs> I want a second match, and then, boom, you, you get this opportunity at the World Heavyweight Championship. And you're like, you know what? One opportunity is all it takes, whether big or small, you take it where it can. And listen, this is the first time that the, the Progress World Championship has changed hands outside of uh, outside of London, apparently. So I stepped into Sheffield, I took that title, and was more than happy um, to dethrone Chris Ridgway, who's a hell of a talent. Um, but he said, you know, he was very very arrogant in his assertions. He thought he was going to hold this for the rest of his career. But uh, listen, you know, everybody, there's there, there's a bridge that too far for everybody and listen I've been there before myself and I was definitely that person for Chris Ridgway so listen all respect to him but what happened yesterday was incredible for me it was, it was righting wrongs for eight years in the making and now I want to be a fighting champion I want to take that back over to America I, I want to defend it in Japan I want to defend it in Australia I want to go where I can and make it what it should be a world traveling championship you know so so far so good <laughs> step one <laughs> <laughs> taking it back to what you were saying that Progress was one of the companies that you really wanted to push yourself into very early on into your career. Now you've got the target on your back. You're the top dog now. What young talent in the UK do you have your eyes set on that you think needs that opportunity to break through? Obviously, tonight you face Leon Slater in yeah, a six-man yeah, tag yeah. team match. Incredibly young talent. 17 who's years old, I hate him. Doing yeah. some, of the gr some of the best work in the ring in the country. Incredible. What other talents have you got your eyes on that you could challenge for the, or who could challenge for the belt? Absolutely. Listen, like, what I want to do, I want to... I got this opportunity out of almost nowhere. I literally, I, I beat a British wrestling veteran um, in Dean Allmark, and I got this opportunity off the back of that. So I want to be the, I want to do what Chris Ridgway did, and that's actually defended against any and all comers, okay? And you're talking about the young talents coming through. Listen, you can't look much further than Leon Slater right now. I just got, you know, kicked in the face a few times by him tonight, you know? Uh, he's an incredible, listen, 17 years old. I, I hadn't even started wrestling at 17. I was still... E-fetting, I think, at that point. You know, anybody who's old enough to remember what that is. Um, but honestly, people like him, and then up in Scotland, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of them right now. Um, there's Daz Black, um, there's um, Leighton Buzzard, who's incredible. Um, and that's, that, that's I'm, I'm missing like Kez Evans. There, there's literally about six or eight of really good talent coming through. When you know, ICW is one of the rosters that was gutted, like like Progress, when you know, Dudley, you know, took a lot of a lot of chaps away. Um, but they're, you know, like progress, they're, they're kind of bouncing. Over in Ireland, you know, we, we've got um, LJ Cleary, um, who's every time I see him, he just gets better and better. Uh, I keep running into him everywhere. I was actually, I was on about three or four shows with him, and then I ran in. I was in Dublin randomly with my family going to see a gig, and I ran into LJ Cleary. I swear we're stalking each other or something, <laughs> right? But no, he's he's an incredible talent. Would love to mix it up. I, we wrestled once in Cork. Um, in Ireland for Phoenix, which just, just, just sadly just closed there. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to like maybe give him a progress shot. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, here, my God, like I just I feel like Dan Maloney's one of those guys who's kind of came out of nowhere in that he had this buzz about six years ago, 
and then like I think he had a, a few difficulties, you know, in wrestling. You know, you know, mm-hmm. bad things happen with NXT and all these kind of stuff, like real real life issues. Mm-hmm. But he's just turned it completely one eighty, and now he's absolutely flying. Um, and like you know, I got a little touch of him today. Him and Derice, and they're both fucking incredible. Like so, they're they're two lads who I could definitely see myself wrestling. But listen. There's maybe about 10 people on this progress roster yeah. right now who've maybe never had their shot, you know what I mean? Even if it is the light cost gym or whatever else, I will, I will take them all on because listen, like there's days I walk into this building and it doesn't feel like a job. It doesn't feel like, you know, I'm, I'm here for, for a living. It feels like I'm here for a laugh. And like that's, I haven't had that feeling in a long, maybe 15 years, you know? And that's how I'm feeling right now. I'm enjoying this experience of progress and long may it continue, so. You mentioned obviously NXT and WWE sort of we say gutted the Indies of talents. <laughs> Hoovered them up. Hoovered, Hoovered them, them up. Vacuum, sorry, because a Hoover is, is the brand. <laughs> is the brand, yes. <laughs> uh, it's, it's kind of a rebuilding phase for the British Indies and yep. progress is again right at the forefront like it was before NXT UK yep. sort of came along. Aside from talent, what sort of things does the British Indies as a veteran of, of need to do to sort of get to that point again? We need to get we need to get past one of the main things we need to get past is the one-man show, um, and that was always the issue with the smaller companies. You know, one guy who's taken the burden on his shoulders and you know running himself into an early grave. Well, Progress has seen that happen. You know, the three guys who, who ran Progress did an incredible job, but you know, it, it, it it's a heavy burden. You know, and and um, what I, what I've noticed with this group now, there's there's a massive amount of people who are putting it together, and it's the same in ICW. You know, it, there's plenty of companies who are kind of following the model that you know what, we can have maybe the best person to do a job as opposed to one person doing every job, you know, and that's, I think that's an imperative for the future because, listen, this is a difficult thing to do. It's just difficult to sustain. Everybody can run a show, everybody can run a couple of shows, mm-hmm. but when you want to get to the point where you're running a professional company, 50 shows a year, you need a team. And for us to move forward, we need more places like Progress who are putting a whole party of people together who are all really good at what they do and driving it forward as a team. And they all, they all work together, none of them seem upset at each other. All the things that you're hoping for, you're getting, you know what I mean? Um, and I think that's really important for the future. And listen, it's the same, we need to have the right, you know, the, the veterans of the scene, you know, the Doug Williams and stuff like that, who are willing to help push the next group forward. Um, that's, that's something I'm really aiming to try and do with my own experience, you know, I've been to the Dublin, so if there's anybody who has that as a goal, and at least I can I can give them advice. And if it is just somebody who wants to just improve themselves here, then I, I'm hoping that they come to me and ask me. You know what I mean? There, there is there's a bunch of people who come and, and talk mm-hmm. to me. Like there's a, a wrestler in the northeast here, Shreddy, who um, I wrestled um, for Target Wrestling uh, at the end of last year. Who's somebody who's got the body and he, he, he's finding his his way as a character. He actually made his debut today for, for Progress, and I'm really happy to see that. You know, he's a competitive bodybuilder who desperately wants to be a pro wrestler, and I love that because. You know, it, it's something that you, you're less likely to see, you know. So I'm hoping for people like him, you know, because he was the first, he was ta- emailing me and stuff like asking for advice. And I'm almost blown away because, you know, like, I guess I'm that guy now, you know, because I was the guy who was doing the emails. I was emailing Robbie Brookside and, and, and William Regal and 10 years ago, you know, trying to get advice, you know, trying to move on, trying to figure out what's wrong. And like, not necessarily what's wrong, but what I need to do to, to move on. Because mm. we all hit these, these glass ceilings. Some, t- some are self-imposed and some of them are just, you know, circumstantial. I definitely find I needed people to give me the kick up the arse that I, you know, at different parts of my career. Yeah. And I got very lucky having Robbie Brookside 
um, having um, Drew Galloway, meeting him, and, and uh, I knew him for years, but when he came back out of the system in 2014, he, he helped me find that level I needed to find and my rise. It correlates from when I was wrestling him at the end of 2013, I think it was, onwards up until I got, you know, went to Dudley in 2016. I was married to Drew, the two of us wrestled so many times all across you know, the world. And if it wasn't for somebody like that who's helping me find that next gear, maybe I, I, I would still you know, be a, a British wrestler, you know, full-time British wrestler, whatever it is, you know, or maybe, maybe worse, I might have a, a real job. You know? um, but thankfully I had the likes of a Drew give me a kick up the arse and the, the Prince Devitts or you know, Fenn Balor. You know, I, he was very, him and himself and Johnny Moss, helped a lot of us coming out of Ireland and Scotland just trying to um, find that next gear at that point. So like, there's just so many people you meet along the way who give you that advice or, or give, give you that set of eyes that you didn't have before. And now I'm stepping into that role and doing my very best. You know, I'm trying to, for anybody who's listened to this who is a, who is a worker or whatever else and who wants that extra, send me your bad matches. Don't send me your good matches. Send me your bad matches, the ones that you don't know why they're not good. And I promise I'll do my best to, to help you figure it out because that's the most important part. We need to fail. We need to um, do things wrong before we get it right, before we can become perfect at this because perfection is our goal, but it could take the longest, you know, it could take... I'd rather people aim for perfection and, and fail and have an excellent match than not know why things are going wrong. And that's something I've made every mistake possible. I've done my very best to learn and not make the same mistake twice. Sometimes it gets to the third time, sometimes it gets to the fourth time, but eventually you get to that point and hopefully I can be that help for, for the next generation as well. Because listen, I, I, I met some brilliant people along the way, brilliant people who've supported me, um, brilliant people who, you know, with all the experience who are able to pass that on, like the Doug Williams, as I said earlier on, who never, who didn't have to say anything to any of us, but he, if we asked him, he'd, he'd speak to us, and that, that for me is important. And that's who I've learned from people like him, you know what I mean, yeah. to try and help move the next group forward because this only sustains itself if people are learning from the previous mistakes. And it seems to be, and listen, Leon Slater's a hell of an example of somebody at 17 years old who's ready to go. Um, <laughs> that's maybe proof that the overall um, talent pool is working together in the right way. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
looking at the wider world outside of progress, this past month has been, what, one of the craziest months in the world <laughs> of professional wrestling. We've uh, looking at your time in WWE. Triple H is now in charge. <laughs> now, you probably knew this question was going to come. But are you still in contact with them? Has there been any, is there any interest from yourself that in the future to go back to there? Obviously, Nikki's still with the WWE. Yeah, yeah. It's still part of who you are and you've yeah, had your yeah. time there. Is that something you'd be interested in? Listen, like, never say never. You know, I know it's a cliche, you know, response and everything like that. But I left for a reason, you know, because there, there was a, a difference in what they were looking for at the time. Um, I, I aged out slightly, you know, for, for what they were looking for. And yes, things have changed. Could, you know, could that be something down the line? Maybe, you know, um, could it be something where sanity could return or something like that? Who knows? You know, that, that would be something. I love Axel Tischer. I love Eric Young. They're, they became my brothers um, in the ring and outside the ring. And I, I got to see Eric recently. I was over doing Ric Flair's last match um, in Nashville. And, you know, I, I got to hang out with EY. Um, Axel and I got to wrestle here in progress as a tag team, which was first time in, it must have been three years, four years. So, uh, and I, I was quite emotional. I was like, oh my God, because I forget how fucking talented these two guys are. So, yes, to answer your question, like, you know, never say never. You know, if it was a case of um, reuniting the band, you know, who knows, you know. But in terms of where I am right now, I'm in a position where I can pick and choose my life. I can pick and choose my career. I get to come and see my family on a regular basis, which is something that, you know, nobody can... I never realized how important it was until during COVID. I, I spent two years not able to see my family. Um, so to, to be able to pick and choose, to be able to work with fantastic companies like Progress, um, you know, and the variety of ones that I think I've been picking up recently, whether it's Black Label or Defy or, um, you know, even like you know, the, the WrestleCons, the StarCast, you know, I've had these crazy experiences this, this last year, mm. like stuff that I never expected to do. Like this weekend, I'm over an OTT in Ireland. It was the first company I, I worked for when I, I got released. Um, I got to work in Dublin in my home city of Belfast, and I'm getting to do that all over again this weekend. So, you know, to be able to pick and choose that has been awesome. Being able to, you know, I'm not going to lie to you guys, being able to say no to work is something that's been very um, refreshing, you know, because you go for six years. <laughs> yes, sir, no, sir. Um, and that's no problem, you know, you're a, you're a cog in the wheel. Um, but when it comes to, you know, being able to choose what I want to do and like, and if I don't, if I don't fancy something, I don't have to do it. And that's, that's something I never thought would be possible, you know, but you know, for right now, I'm very happy with where I am. And if, if a call happens down the line, then let's hope it's for the right reasons. Let's hope it's, it's for the right ideas. Um, and who knows, you know, when I'm ready to retire, you know, five years, 10 years, 15 years, you know, if they came to me asking me to be a coach, absolutely. You know, I was a coach before WWE. I was a coach during WWE. I got fired as a coach as I was coaching their, their young talent. Um, but honestly, it, it, it is something I am passionate about. I really like helping younger talent. People who love this, who have passion for this, I do my very best to help. Um, and that's something that I, I could see myself doing down the line. You know? When it comes to producing and stuff like that, I'm not so sure, you know, but uh, when it comes to coaching, that is something I could see myself doing. And, and I know that with a company like that, bye lads, take care. Some fantastic young talent. Um, and uh, you know, that is something I, I could see myself doing down the line. But um, honestly, like um, I've been asked this question a hundred times, you know, um, there's always been contact because I got on very well. Listen, there was a lot of people in the, in the hierarchy there who, you know, from the very top to, to my immediate superiors and whatever else who were, incredible people and I'm very very lucky um, that a lot of them were good people uh, and as well as great at their job and you know Hunter I had a great relationship with Hunter I loved working under Hunter and I hope the best from we were so delighted that he survived you know yeah. it was a hell of a health scare I texted him um, 
when he came, when he came uh, when the news came out that, that he was healthy and he was very uh, it was very gracious in his reply actually it was, it was lovely um, so you know listen there's always going to be a line of communication there Sean Michaels and Fit Finley were wonderful people to me Robbie Brookside's been a hero of mine for for now 11 or 12 years you know um, so like, there's a lot of people there who I've got a lot of time for and, and obviously there's always going to be a communication there because they, they were so influential on in me as, as people and like, as a person as a personality as a human being let alone in ring like getting the train under Dave Finley was literally the one of the best times of my life and like that's one of the coolest things to be able to say that you know because I idolized him as a kid it was exactly who I wanted to follow in the footsteps of I'd be watching WCW this bleach blonde burly Irish guy comes out and I'm like holy shit he's from um, he's from like six miles away from where I was from and I'm like well, if he can do it you know surely if I work hard enough I can do it and like to be able to meet him to learn from him to he was my producer he's been my coach you know I've nudged him asking advice a lot you know what I mean and then even talking to him as a human being like was incredible so like honestly and he was so beneficial for Nikki as well like and that's the thing like Nikki's there right now Nikki's having the time of her life you know <laughs> almost a superhero and <laughs> even teaming up with um, with Dewdrop the, the former uh, Piper and Evan another one of the, the girls who trained with me over in, in, in Scotland so it's so cool that they were teaming together it was like one of these surreal moments you know um, but yeah so like there, there's a lot um, for the future that you know could happen couldn't happen whatever but as it stands for right now I'm having the time of my life <laughs> uh, finally one thing to wrap up a very similar I'm a rambler post. I'm a rambler I get it yeah <laughs> very similar question but you, you mentioned like freedom of choice of where yep. you can work we saw you in AEW <laughs> is there a potential that you maybe go back there and do some more dates what was the, how did that come about honestly uh, it, it came about so randomly so I've been doing a bit of work for New Japan Strong um, and New Japan has always been this, this this massive ambition of mine so like to work with them has been incredible getting to wrestle Tomohiro Ishii again um, was amazing because I think that match he and I had in 2015 really helped springboard me into <laughs> kind of the wrestling consciousness and um, so to be able to wrestle them again seven years later was pretty cool and getting to to work for New Japan is, is being like a, a long-term ambition for mine and I'm hoping I can continue that relationship over the next couple of years but as for AEW listen AEW came out of absolutely nowhere and it actually nearly changed two or three times I was um, going to be in two different weeks and stuff like that so and then finally you know we, we, we nailed down the date and they were brilliant um, to, to work for a full bunch of people back there who I've worked with on the Indies or in NXT um, or even like when I was at, at Impact and stuff like that. So there's so many people who I recognize and knew and it felt so much like WWE but without a lot of the eggshells, you know, um, but it was wonderful. Like, and it's just such a different environment. The, the crowd, like it feels like a takeover crowd every week. And like, I couldn't believe they were still going by the time we were out there, it must have been like the fifth hour of wrestling or something. They were still like losing their mind. I'm like, this is nuts. But no, it was a great experience. Um, I'm always open. Like, as I say, like the, the lines of communication, the AEW are great. I keep running into all of their, their talent on almost every show I'm on. And, you know, one of the cool things that I've, I've become really close to the bunch of them, like, like especially like Eddie Kingston and stuff like that. Um, him and I wrestled for Defy over in Seattle. And I've struck up a relationship with him because we jammed on a lot of the Japanese wrestlers who we really like. So, <laughs> and that you know that's what's what how it happens sometimes. We, had, we always had mutual friends, but we never met. And um, so now we, you know we've actually been. Uh, it's funny time we've been traveling together a lot. 
and we were sitting at the airport. We got delayed by like two or three hours, and the two of us in this tiny desk, hunched over his tiny phone, um, watching like Kawada and uh, Akiyama and stuff. It was one of the funniest mm -hmm. days of my life, you know what I mean? But no, it's been it's been a fun experience, and AEW was was a lot of fun to do. Um, listen, they've got an incredible roster, like so many of my mates are there and it was so beautiful being able to see like Undisputed Era and stuff like that again because like I got on so well with those lads like Kyle O'Reilly and I like really into the same music and stuff like that Adam Cole and I like the same video games and stuff you know and Bobby Fish is this this wonderful fella so like it was great seeing them and even seeing like Ruby Riot and so many other the guys and girls so I had an incredible day like it was just like like a, a bunch of good people all at the same time so honestly like it was a great experience and if it happens again great you know, if it doesn't happen, that no problem. Um, but as I say, like you know, I, I see Chris Daniels all the time, and you know, literal veteran of the wrestling scene who I've been watching for, good God, over twenty years. You know what I mean? I said that to him, and I was embarrassing him um, actually backstage at one of the shows recently. And he's like, for a guy who's so incredible, he's like so laughably humble. Um, but it was wonderful, you know, getting to spend time with him, picking his brain as well. Like he saw, watched a couple of our matches, and, and that's what I was saying about veterans who, you know. Are, are willing to give advice and help people and he was one of them he loved one of the little combination things that i did and it was something i only did for the first time or something that day so now i've tried to put it in you know and it was having the right people watching you know and that, that helps but honestly like it's been a whirlwind of a year and like you know when it, when i first got released you're you're not sure how this is going to go like you you have ideas you have ambitions but for it to go the way like, i did not see this coming like i thought right <sighs> I thought New Japan was going to take a while to try and sort something. I thought AEW was a pipe dream because they had this giant roster as it was. You know what I mean? I never thought I'd be doing what I'm doing with Progress. I would never thought I'd be the Progress World Champion. You know what I mean? So this is this whole thing has been an incredible journey, and like long may it continue. That, that is the that is the truth because you know this has been like um, a wonderful time meeting all these new people, new wonderful people, great attitudes, and um, have great driving force behind what they want to do with the industry and that's in america that's here that's across you know over in japan and everything else so it's been wonderful meeting all these people and like just realistically seeing so many talented wrestlers and just being blown away at almost every show so and that seems to be happening more often than not by the way there's very few times i walk away from a show going christ such and such was good you know yeah. <laughs> that seems to happen a lot by the way maybe it's because you know a lot of the shows i go to have like 12 match cards so <laughs> it's bound to be one of them that's good so <laughs> For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.